What's going on, everybody? This is the Real Bodybuilding Podcast, and today I am uh, coming to you solemnly with two friends, Ben and James, um, Luke's best friends, and uh, I considered him a very good friend of mine, too, since we work together every week on the podcast, and uh, we just wanted to kind of get together and have a chat, talk about Luke, and talk about... um, how he was and who he was and kind of just say our last pieces. I felt like there was a lot of uh, information going out from a lot of channels that maybe didn't know him so well. So I thought it was a good idea to get uh, the people that knew him most or some of the people that knew him most to come on and and have a chat. So how are you guys? How are you holding up? Pretty decent, man. All things considered. Um, I think I'm like Ben, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not saying we're like used to this shit because we're not, no one's used to this shit, but I mean, we, uh, I don't know, we kind of, we're mature enough to take this in and, and kind of process it and, and not, and not, um, I, I suppose, lose our way. Uh, and that's why we wanted to come on here and be able to talk with you because really, to be fair, there's so much to be celebrated about Luke. We didn't want everyone to think that this is just a, uh, a situation where everyone should just basically ultimately crumble. Um, so I wanted to come in here and I, I haven't caught up with Ben very much. We spoke yesterday briefly over the phone uh, and I just thought what you, your idea of getting us together is great because I think we need to uh, just talk on someone who is absolutely a great man. Uh, ben, how are you doing, man? You... I'm, uh, I'm okay. I'm up and down. I think for me it's um, been tough. It's been up and down. I've, I've been being distracted with the... Uh, the response, which has been overwhelming. I, I mean, and obviously, he's very popular out there, but to James and I, it's, I've known him from before he was a pro. James has known him for, before he was this megastar. And so you kind of see people's followings and everything, and you, you, you just, it, it's, it's no reflection. And then when something like this happens and I saw, I'm like, Jesus, my, I, honestly, I had over a thousand um, DMs that I'm trying to work my way through, which because I, I, out of respect to the people taking their time to message, it's important that I actually try to reply to everyone, even if it's just a like, but you know, I just that's that's what I'm doing, yeah. Them. Um, so I apologize if I'm not replying to everybody, but I think that's kept me somewhat distracted. Um, this morning it was. A little harder I kind of left my phone alone and just had some time to myself and I think that's the where I was like oh that's where it's gonna start to process me where I've not been uh, facing my own feelings with it Um, but the reason I wanted to do this podcast was because I think you know like James and I and I spoke to you earlier we had our we knew the other side that there was to Luke and I think the bodybuilding community, which were not privy to that, are, are stunned. And I don't want to speak on James's behalf here, but it's it's a sentiment that I said to you. I'm deeply saddened, but I'm not overly shocked that he would feel it appropriate to do this. Um, or like it was his only option. It's something that has haunted him and has been there. And I think that's why I made the video I did last night because, and again, I didn't want to make a video. I didn't want to post anything. 
Um, and I'd said to the Sando family that I would stay off the grid with it, but there seemed to be this, just uh, the shock because he was on the one hand, this happy, witty, funny, there was there's such this personality that the 200,000 followers were accustomed to and knew. And while that was Luke, that was a big part of who Luke was. It wasn't the whole Luke that I knew. And I think James can speak to that. Um, James has had time with him on his own. And I think there's, uh, there's a lot to the man. And I do mean this in a good way that was, wasn't shown on social media. There's a lot of good that he had, but there was also a dark side that I don't want to get too deep into. Um, but I think it's important that over time we use what Luke went through to make it approachable, uh, an approachable subject for people. Um, yeah. if, it can happen, if, if Luke can be there, then it's okay for me to be there too. You know? yeah. That's the message I think that we should head towards. I think it, I think it's a good message because, you know, when you start, <clears throat> it's weird. Like, okay. So, so Paul, my training partner is my best friend. Right. And I see him every day we go train and stuff, but it's weird. Like we don't talk like that unless, you know, we go on a road trip or something. So like our conversations every day are like the 15 minutes to the gym and the 15 minutes back home and maybe a 20 minute call later on. When I talked to Luke, I would talk to him for two hours straight and you don't always get to do that with people. No. And I did that every week and there was times when I felt like he wanted to express things but he would remember James when we would, yeah, I know, we were, I know. It, it, it happened actually on both of our podcasts. One I did with yeah. you, Ben, and one I did with you, James, where I would see little cracks where like he was going to begin to say something and then he would stop himself. Yeah. And I would yeah. even, I would even ask him later. Sometimes I would ask him after the podcast, Hey man, what was that about? And it was almost like he was too guarded. Well with me, because maybe he didn't know me well enough, but he just didn't want to get, he didn't want to get it out. You know what I mean? I think he was guarded with us all to, I think he let, don't get me wrong, I, I don't know, obviously Ben's very, very close to Luke. And I, I and I got really pretty close with Luke over the last, you know, year or so. Um, and he told me a lot of things and he worked his way towards telling more, but there was a certain threshold where he wouldn't go beyond. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not sure if you feel the same with that, Ben. There was like, he would, he would talk on his past and he'd talk on his upbringing and he would allow you to know my, much about him. There was just a, a, a segment of time or some or occurrences that he just didn't want to delve into, and rightly, you know, if he couldn't talk about it, he couldn't talk about it. But it was present, you know, you could tell. And like you said, when we were on the podcast and we were speaking, and he was, he was coming too. He was coming too, and then all of a sudden it was like, you know what, God's up. Um, and it's tough, and I you can't blame him. I can't blame with, him. With with um, it's weird with Luke. I always felt like I didn't want to upset him. So when he said something and I started to try and pry into it, I felt like he would, he would get a little, no, he wasn't upset, but he would get kind of reserved and I didn't like that Luke. So I wouldn't push. Yeah. But now I feel like maybe I should have pushed. I don't know. Like, you know, like not, not I'm not saying like it's my fault or anything. I'm just saying like, sometimes you feel like maybe you should have tried to get more out of the person. I, I, I sometimes feel like, uh, I, I don't know how you feel, Ben, but sometimes I think I was too soft. Sometimes I feel like I should have, like, especially like in the gym, I should have given him a bit more tough love. Like I just wanted to, I, I was like you, I was always concerned about how Luke felt. 
Um, so it, it says a lot. There, he was definitely giving his friends an energy where we were concerned. Um, but to what extent? I, what I I've experienced a little bit of that that you guys talk about, um, especially um, I say early on. Mm. I have pushed him. I have taken him down that path and said, yeah. this out because there's some things that happened where I said, this isn't okay and we need to down to the bottom. And I didn't leave it alone. Um, I've been honest and blunt with him and thought, fuck it, if he tells me to piss off, he tells me to piss off, he's walked out on the gym and me, he's walked out of the gym on me five or six times. Can you, can you Ben, can you speak up a little bit? Uh, yeah. Um, I've I've been very blunt and honest with Luke at times, and there's been times where he has I pushed him to the point where he told me to fuck off and walked out of the gym on me. Right? Why? What did you say to him to get him to walk out of the gym on you? Just I'm honest with him. I, like there's people that will tiptoe around him sometimes, and I get it, and I I do, and I'm sometimes I leave things alone, and sometimes I thought no, this is too big to leave alone. We have to. This isn't, this isn't okay. And um, so a lot of things that James is talking about where he goes into, and, you know, it stems from a very young age with, with Luke. A lot of it, he, he doesn't know himself. Mm. He was trying to figure some of that out. He was doing some investigating. Um, and... Some of it is deeply troubling and, and there's some things that are, will stay between him and I, right? Uh, <clears throat> but it explains a lot. Um, and I, it's something that, like you said, you wish you'd been a bit firmer and a bit... It, I was firmer and it didn't resolve anything. Yeah. yeah. Needed to go down that... Decide to go down that path himself and, and over the years we chipped away and he was getting to him he was getting to a point where he was investigating it and i think he was willing to to dig up some some memories because he wasn't happy with how it was making him respond mm -hmm. uh, wasn't he knew something didn't compute and it, he wasn't things that weren't working in his brain like it does for you and i yeah. when we're stressed and he he realized and recognized that that there was something else going on um, that had been caused from, from from years ago, and so I think the bit that hurts me is he was he was being proactive about it uh, more so recently in the last eighteen months than ever, mm. um, and I I just think some circumstances. Do you think? Um, do you think him? I always wondered this. Do you think? Him leaving the band and turning to lifting was had something to do with that because I know there's a solace and a therapy that comes in comes with training, especially at at the way the way he trained and the level he trained at. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Um, I don't. I don't think so. No. Um, I I think Luke needed company, and I think this lockdown was a very big issue. Kept him away from kept him away from his his friends. Gym. Yeah, I think Luke's such an intelligent character. He, he's one of the most intelligent people I know. But intelligent people need to be fed. Their minds need to be fed, and they need to be spoken to, and they need to be able to speak back. And 
it's great like Luke being able to do podcasts every day of the week, but social interaction is a massive thing about keeping Luke healthy and mentally sound. Um, because I know, and Ben knows, because Ben's been around him in the gym, half of his reasons of being in the gym aren't even the bodybuilding. Yeah. Like it's not like as much as Luke loves bodybuilding, he will spend time in the gym because he wants to be there and he wants to be around people, certain people, not everybody granted, but it's definitely, it was his way of getting out of the house and being around people that could feed his intelligence because he's so smart. And to put a man like that in a house with not a lot going on is, is, is a real, in my opinion, from knowing Luke, and I can only speak from my experience of Luke, is a real issue in asking for problems. Yeah. yeah. Something that I said to you um, earlier, I was always aware of those, say, demons. Mm. And I didn't, I wasn't scared of them. The, the scenario that I was scared of was when he retired. Yeah. When he's not occupied. Yeah. Yeah. But sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. To me, while there was always another show, while he was occupied training, while he was able to be on his phone, be on his podcast, they were, it was distracting him from being in his own head. Yeah. And I was terrified of what happens when this is over in when he's 42, 43, whatever it is. And things start to slow down or he can't train it anymore and, or he gets a few injuries because I know unless he dealt with those demons between now and then, they, they were going to haunt him and, and do some damage. I don't, um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to understand uh, mental health no, no, no. To, to the level I need to or should, but mm. I think to myself, just when you said that, I think to myself, bodybuilding itself has helped me mature tenfold as a, as a man, like the, the level of maturity of myself from when I was 30 to 40 is extremely different. And it's, and it's also helped me learn how to problem solve and learn how to, how to just manage certain things in life. And I feel like it's sad to me that this happened because maybe Luke had, would have matured in the time it took him to retire, you know what I mean? In the next 10 years, maybe he would be different. Maybe he would have figured things out. You know what I mean? Like it, it would have been yeah, different no, at, no, from absolutely. 30 to 40 or no, you don't see, you don't think so, Ben? Or James? I don't know. You don't, you don't think? I think, I think, I don't know. It's just whether the issues would have, would he, would he, it's whether he would have ever been able to speak on the issues because it's like when we spoke on the podcast fraud, like, the, the little issues that I raised are things I've never spoken about, but I'm like, fuck it, I'm 30. Um, yeah. And for me to go forward, like some things have to be out there, even if they embarrass me. Yeah. But I don't think Luke was quite at the same stage yet. And maybe that, it would come. Like you say, like maybe in about two years time, he'd feel exactly the same. It's just an individual thing. Yeah. But that's my, that's exactly yeah. my, that's exactly my point is you reach 30 and you're like, okay, I'm ready now. And I feel like so much changes you. And I, I don't want to say it's just bodybuilding. I mean, people mature anyways, but mm -hmm. I feel like things happen to you when you're in a bodybuilding career, whether it be losses or injuries or whatever that make you mature faster. Yeah. And uh, who knows, maybe when he was 35, maybe when he was 40, he would have felt different about expressing himself. Who knows? Yeah. I think, um, and again, we've spoken about this. I, I had deep conversations with you guys. 
I met him right after my accident and I had PTSD and there was some depression and some things going on. And this is what I said uh, quite earlier. I said, I thought I could relate to that, to that point of thinking, I don't know any other way out and I don't have any options. And I think there's a lot of guys out there that have thought a similar thing and have considered maybe even to the point of the specifics of how they were going to do, do, do something extreme. Um, I know I certainly have. So I thought I could relate to Luke because we've had discussions before where he, he opened up to me and, and told me about certain times and where that's been the case for him. However, after sitting and contemplating things yesterday, I think taking yourself down the road where you're considering versus carrying through and executing that decision are worlds apart. Mm. And as much as you have matured and you might have had your own struggles, I think what Luke was experiencing, I, I don't think I'll ever comprehend that level of, or I hope I never do, because I think I've realized in the last 24 hours that I was way off. I was way yeah. under he was contending with yeah. um, I took it probably too lightly I, I didn't give it as much severity as it was because for him to decide that that was appropriate that's what saddens me the most where that that man laid on his bed and decided this is my only way this is my only option and again I spoke to you earlier Brad, where Luke and I are not religious men so we don't believe there's an afterlife. And I think that when you believe like we do, that there's nothing, the option that you're facing is darkness, complete black. And Luke decided that that was a better option for him than to stay here and, and figure it out. Yeah. That to me is scary. I think, and do you know what, this is what we need to aware because as we say, mental uh, like illnesses, it's an illness, yeah? And we have to accept that perhaps Luke was ill. He's one of our, maybe there was something there. There was a, a wire in there that was not quite firing right. Because like you said, it's worlds apart. 90% of people can say, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. But it takes something to do it. And is that thing something broken? Because, you know, we love Luke. And I don't want to talk about him like he's a fucking broken toy because he's not. But there was something inside Luke that wasn't firing right. Um, can I interject at, though? Can I, yeah, can of course, I say? Of course you can. Is, yeah, it, is it, and, and this is a, just an objective thought, not, it's, not, yeah. it's not about Luke, but do you think it's because something's not firing or do you think it's because so much has happened to so, somebody they just can't deal with it? Like, I, when, I you, like, like when you talk about, um, sorry, but. When you talk no. about when you talk about like a bipolar disorder, right? Uh, people usually have medication for that because something, like you said, is not working properly. Yeah. But in this case, it could be a circumstance of life and not necessarily a a, be, a wire being crossed. Yeah, of course. But but this is this is where it's so tough because we don't know the full truth. That's right. So we don't we don't know what happened and we don't know whether the next man has had exactly the same occurrences but it affected one more than the other and what leads to that being more effective against one than the other. Like honestly, I, I 
it's hard. He's like fucking one of our best friends. And I don't, I don't know how to really discuss it. I don't really know what to say, but you know, the, the word issue was there. There's an issue. And I don't know how to kind of put that into real terms mm. because, because I have never ever in my life, and I'm only speaking for me, I've had some shit happen. I've, I've been, you know, fucking, you know, arrested multiple times, fucking been done for G fucking BH and all sorts of shit and done stupid cunt and stuff. But it's never once made me think I need to call it a day. Like, I'm, I'm like you know, I lost mom and all that, and I'm not trying to compare at all. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. That, that someone, something can happen to and have much more of a dramatic effect against than someone else. True. And that's where I'm wondering. That's where I'm wondering, what does that? I'm intrigued more than anything. Like, I want to know because I want to know how we can help people. And without knowing why that happens, how can we help? Yeah. Um, you know, no, I, 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 I fucking love Luke. Like, and I, I want him, I wanted him to be okay. Um, and for me to say the things I say, the only reason I'm valid at saying it is because, like Ben, I spent time around him and, and almost figuring him out mm-hmm. and trying to figure him out so that figuring out someone allows you to help them. But I couldn't help. And that's yeah. where I'm just confused. There are some things that he started on that he'd actually had blocked out and actually genuinely couldn't remember some, some sort yeah. of years um, again, I'm, it's that's something that's personal for Luke, and, and that, that will stay that way. Yeah. But the point where, if something's so traumatic that your brain decides to partition it away, and that's beyond anything I've experienced. You know, and I I've been through some trauma. I had, like I said, the accident. That was trauma. Yeah. My brain still allowed me to uh, remember the event. And he truly was discovering some things that he had no idea about. And yeah. he, yeah. And he remembered it. You know, it's, it's just different. Then, like you say, Ben, then perhaps it is a case of exactly what you said, Fouad. It is a case of circumstances being too much. Yeah. You know? But I, what I'm, I, trying but to say. I'm, not, I'm not trying to say there's one way or the other. I'm just no, 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 no. I know. But I do know, agree with yeah. you, James, because like, I can look at, look, I have a very, very close friend of mine whose family is in shambles. And... He's got, uh, it's him and, other, and a, a sibling. And one sibling is a complete wreck and is, can't get his life together. And he is exceeded beyond what success is. So they both live the same circumstances, but they both have different lives. Yeah. So I, there isn't really, I don't know really what the explanation is. I don't know. You know what I mean? I say well, none, of us, none of us are experts. Yeah. I'm going to this week. You can bench press four plates and James can bench press four plates and you're going to grow different different ways. The chemistry that's going on, he reacts differently, responds differently. It's it's nothing, you can't put a science on it, you know? Yeah. Are you guys feeling like me where, so I got the news from James yesterday. He called me and I like broke down on the phone because it it hit me really, really hard for like a couple hours. And then I went through anger and then I went through disbelief. I'm in like the disbelief phase still. Like I almost still feel like he's going to call me and be like, when's the podcast? Cause he's such a fucking character. Cause he's such a, a cartoonish, hilarious character. You can never expect the cartoons to end. It's just very, it's very, um, look, I don't know about you guys. I've never had anybody like my father died, uh, you know, a little over 10 years ago, but 
you know, that's expected. He was older. He had lived a full life. I've never had anybody die like a friend of mine at a, at a time when it wasn't supposed to happen. So it's very just, uh, it's a very odd feeling to me. Sure. Like so, Somebody said to me just now on the pod, on the thing, they're like, uh, uh, I hope you keep the podcast going. And then I realized it just hit me again. There is no, po- like there is no podcast. Like there's no, like uh, it just keep, it keeps hitting me. Like, it's like, uh, you guys get that at all or no? Yeah, no, definitely. Like Luke's got, you know, we all had plans with Luke of our own. And it's like Ben's probably got so many plans with Luke. I had, you know, we had our little thing going on the food boys at Redcon, you know, like we had our thing as well. And then, you know, Ben's going to get fucking married at some point. You know, I bet Luke was going to be the best man. Like, and then, and then we have to, in our head, think, shit, damn. Yeah. I'm angry. I've got a baby in the way. I'm Godfather to his son. He was in the Sally. Like, I want my kid to meet you. Yeah. That's, that's actually what's been happening to me. Like last night, it happened to me like three different times. I can't remember all three separate things, but at one point, I thought to myself, Luke and James were supposed to come to my house. Mm. Like you and James were supposed to come to Canada and stay here. And, you know, this is little stuff that kept popping up that like me and Luke yeah. had talked about doing together. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I fucking can't do that. I fucking can't do that. It's like it. Uh... It is good to me. He was supposed to be in the UK training with Luke for his show in the New York and this and that right now. She said, you, you would have been back in the UK with him. She's like, if this lockdown hadn't happened, you'd be there with him. And I'm like, okay. Is there any, um, is there any level of, are you guys feeling any level of anger? I'm not angry. I'm not angry at all. I'm, um, I just, I'm just sorry. It's just the, the so, it's a sorrow in me right now. I have nothing in me, no anguish, no resent for Luke. No, like, why did you do it? I literally just have sorrow for the, exactly what Ben said. The, the fact that he must've been in feeling an, a specific way for a long enough period of time in order to call it a day. I'm, I'm slightly angry, but not towards Luke. What are you angry for then, Ben? I need to, I need to choose my words carefully. And I don't mean to be an arsehole. I, could, I probably know where you're going with this, and I probably agree. What I've witnessed in the whole time I've been with Luke, I feel deeply sorry for Carly. That's his ex-girlfriend. She's a pro. They were, they were together when we met. Yeah. He has a heart of gold. And Caroline, who is Leo's mum, has a heart of gold. And those two women, I am, I'm trying to keep them, I'm trying to keep in contact with them and make sure they're okay. The, I'm not going to be specific, but the relationships that Luke had following that as a pro bodybuilder, he's been tormented and it hasn't helped his situation. Now, there is, Luke's not an innocent party in that. You choose who you're with. Um, but I'm, because I, I'm also receiving messages from those individuals. Yeah. Um, irritated because I saw that boy. He helped me through a, uh, a toxic relationship as well. And, uh, and he used to get angry at it. And, you know, we, we, we both went through it. So I think the scenario that he was in, was um, was not helped by the individual that he had chosen to to put himself with, 
uh, but it just makes me, I feel like somebody's been taken very close away from me that maybe might not have needed to have happened if. So, so is your anger, your anger is towards those individuals or where, where is your anger directed? Just, I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to say anything you don't want to say. I'm just, I'm, I'm angry towards the hurt that the loved ones have been left with. Okay. That was taken away from them by somebody who I don't believe loved him and was more using him for who he was. I, I mean, see. you guys must have experienced this yourselves. I know you're both family men, but becoming more popular, yeah. comes, there comes some attention with that. Yeah. And I just think more naive and trusted the wrong people. Uh, and I wish to God he, I wish he'd not gone down that path with, with some of them. And I think it, it didn't help him. It, it, back, it backed him into a corner that he regretted some things. I think if you were to ask him honestly, um, he would wind the clock back five years. Yeah. Oh, he would have, uh, he would have been, you know that because of the conversations you've had with him and I've had with him. Yeah, I'm trying not to be... I know, I know, I know what you're trying not to do, but the, the, fact, the fact of the matter is he knows he's made mistakes. Yeah, um, I just, it's just a little... It doesn't change anything, but it's just a, an emotion to have right now. Yeah. What, um, is it wrong of me to feel, and I'm asking you guys this honestly because it's just an emotion I have and it could be because I'm a fucked up person, but is it wrong of me to feel any anger towards him? No, because it's your own interpretation of the situation. It's not, it's, not, it's not as much anger as it is like, why, dude? Like, what the fuck? It's more of like a what the fuck, you know? Like, but that's all. I just want to... Yeah, like, if I could talk to him, I just want to be like, what the fuck? That's yeah. all I can think. Mate, you're more than entitled to feel that way. And, I, and tens of people are entitled to feel that way to know him personally. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I feel like the shock greater for people that even less. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And there's more of those. There's a shit ton more of those. The, yeah. the 200,000 followers that I've had to, like, it's all, like, this can't be true. No way, no way. And I say, unfortunately, I had the, when I was told on the phone, I was, I was like, ah. yeah, can I Can I just say something before we go on? I just want to, yeah, of course. And I don't know how much longer we're going to go on. I just want to say this before anybody tunes out. So we started a, uh, for those listening, we started a GoFundMe account for Luke's children. Yeah. Um, nothing, not a dollar of it is going to be touched for anything else. It's for his family and for his kids. And um, if anybody's listening and they want to donate, please do so. I'll put the link in the description. Um, listen, and I know this is going to sound silly to you and it sounds like a cliche, but even I think the minimum donation is five bucks and it's in British pounds. So do the, do the conversion uh, on Google, just type in British pounds to American dollars or whatever. But um, even if you just give five British pounds or five bucks or whatever it is, it, it all matters. Cause I think I said earlier in one of my Instagram posts, there's 30,000 people listen to our podcast and he has 200,000 or more followers on Instagram. So even if everybody just gave five bucks, it's, it's, more than helpful. So don't think just because I have five bucks, I'm not going to donate. It's not enough. It will help. So please, everybody, if you can, 
uh, click the link in the description, leave a little bit for his kids. And uh, I just want to kind of say that, get it out of the way before we go on with anything else. All righty. So um, is there any, is there any, and I know this is probably too soon to say this, but other than discussing uh, mental issues, is there anything positive that can come out of this? Because to me, the only, the only positive that comes out of this entire situation is just that maybe more people will open up and talk yeah. to their family members or friends. It, it can only be awareness. There's, there's nothing really positive to say because we have literally lost someone who was just one in a million. Like Luke exuded energy that no one else did. Um, and you can see that because people didn't even know him, love him. Like he's like, he, he's got fans because he's just like so other. Dude, um, you have no idea, man. I would like the, the messages I would get about the podcast. People would just send me messages and be like, Luke makes me so happy. Me and my wife like to watch Luke cause he makes yep. us laugh. Me, It's yep. like, and I know Ben, you're saying there's another side and a more serious side to Luke that people didn't know, but I mean, fuck, it's like the, what he did for people, uh, just by shooting the shit and by the videos he did, the Redcon videos, all the different videos, it's insane. The impact he's had on people in such a, in such a short time. Um, the, the, the thing that makes me off about it is he had no idea why. He was genuinely confused as to why anyone liked him. Well, I stayed at his house over Christmas, right? And I think Redcon put a video up. He sat on his phone and he was zoned into it, like he always damn well is, right? Yeah. And the guy's just lost in Instagram. And he was like, looks at me and he's like, that's 30,000 views. It's been up for two hours. Who the fuck gives a shit what I've got to say? Like, <laughs> I was just observing. I thought it was a little funny. I was like, and then I, the more I thought about it, I was like, he genuinely can't figure it out. Yeah. Genuinely thinks this is all weird. Like, yeah. why is anyone interested? So I remember Aaron would be like, oh, yeah, I want you to be more on Instagram. Do this. And he's like, oh, like, no one's going to want to watch me. Kind of what we were talking about where you start up, just start and people will start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no one's gonna want to fucking give a shit, and and I start up doing things, and no one really cares. Luke starts doing it, and it gains yeah. like this, and he couldn't figure it out. I promise you, he, and I know he has this. Like James' video earlier, he said that he comes off as this confident, you know, confident guy. That's there was there was no confidence with him. His self esteem wasn't what it what he portrayed. Yeah, he very. You know, this big 300 pound successful bodybuilder yeah. that wasn't who he saw himself as he was yeah. ben you know what he's like he goes in a room and if there's a mirror he looks at those other shit <laughs> but every every bodybuilder does that though yeah but, but but luke but luke does it like i mean luke really does it yeah like he had he had no confidence yeah but I, he had none he'd be it, and the, but the thing is he had no confidence but yet he would see the strengths in everyone else he and did he would, and he would praise them for what they have but yeah. it, it, would, it would be almost annoying. I'm like, are you taking the pit? I'm like, have you seen me? Like, we've been posing together, right? Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, man, my arms are tight. I'm like, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he, he did it to me every week. We would do the podcast. 
And every every week you'd be like, I don't know why anybody listens to this shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know either. We just, we both kind of knew it was, he, he didn't ever think anything he did was great, but I, I don't, um, I think personally, the fact that he thought that way is what made him so great. Because honestly, if, if you're somebody that thinks you're amazing, it doesn't come across as genuine and it, people don't gravitate towards that. I think people gravitated towards him because he was more humble and because he didn't think he was a superior bodybuilding. You know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying at all? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of like when you see a hot chick and she's stuck um, up. You're like, yeah. And she's stuck up. You're like, ah, fuck off. Whatever. Yeah. Don't give a fuck if you're hot, but, where, but if, if, you, they're, if they're fucking spicy and they are that's right. really, really lovely and really yeah. like gentle, you're like, oi, oi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was Luke. He was, Luke was the, the hot chick that didn't know he was hot. That's Luke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get all loads of girls. And I'm like, you're constantly on your phone, like battling girls away. Yeah. All he saw was, oh, you got a girl message you. I'm like, what? So you talk like he just never perceived himself. Yeah. It was a weird, yeah, he's just, Guys just like larger than life. Like I sometimes feel the great ones go because life, the world just wasn't good enough for them. Like yeah. the world wasn't special enough for someone as special as Luke. Yeah. People, like people that have just gone before their time. And it makes me wonder like, is there somewhere else where they go? Because whoever be, I don't, I'm not religious myself, but whoever be in charge thinks these are exceptional people. We need to take them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, somebody, Somebody said something on my Instagram about Robin Williams. They're like, maybe he was like Robin Williams, where like, and I've heard that about a lot of comedians, how they have sordid pasts, and that's why they're great comedians, because they found a way to cope with what's going on in their life. From the outside world looking in, everything, right? I mean, how many kids want to be Luke Sandu? Yeah. Sandu, by the way, not Sandow, because fucking. Anyway, yeah. how many kids are there on these things that think that, you know, and I know what he was getting paid. He had no worries financially, right? And, and Luke wasn't, Luke didn't spend money. Yeah. He wasn't a flashy bar. I'm the dick that spent wasted money, right? Yeah. Luke still got over 90% of his Arnold check in his bank. Yeah. And, and, and the told you the guy... The only money he spent from that, I'm going to tell, I'm going to be honest, I don't care. He bought Caroline, Leo's mom, the car with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he did with the money. The rest- why, why was he so, um, it's amazing, you know, I was thinking about when you were talking about that, James, he was so, or you too, Ben, you were talking about how so complimentary and generous he was and supportive because, dude, I sent him some photos like a month ago, maybe. And I'm still trying to battle back from, you know, this tear. My body hasn't been lo- looking that good. And I sent him some photos. I'm like, you think I can post this or it's just like too dog shit? And he's like, you look amazing. And I'm like, I did, trust me, dude, I didn't look amazing. But somehow he was able to pick out something. He's like, look at your shoulders. They're still round, blah, blah, blah. He always had something supportive to say. Even, even on the podcast, he would find a way to make me look better than I was. All right. I just feel like Luke, and it's, it may sound cheesy, I just think the guy was full of love. 
honestly just think it's as simple as that. I think the man had so much potential to love in his body that he would see the brightness in any of us. Like, if we're ever in doubt or ever felt a little bit, you know, hollow or a little bit lost, Luke would be the first person to say you're not and this is what's great about you, which is really sad because he was doing that to others, but whatever we did for him, it, it couldn't penetrate. It wasn't enough. Yeah. It just couldn't penetrate, yeah. Like, yeah. he knows, he's smart enough to know, but it just, just couldn't do it. Um, Donna said something to me the other day, or yesterday. Uh, we had a long chat, and Donna's very close. There's, there's obviously there's myself, James, Donna, and Carly, um, and obviously now John from Muscleworks. So, you know, that that's his uh, gym family, and, and we know him very well. And yeah. Donna says he loved us all so much and so hard, but he didn't love him, he didn't have that love for himself. Isn't that really strange how that can happen? How somebody's able to give so much but not receive any compliments or any adoration or anything? It's like, it's very, it's very strange. And I think a lot of bodybuilders do that, you know, like, obviously not to that level, but like, you know, I've talked to like Cedric before mm. and Cedric will say, you know, if I get a hundred comments and one of them, one of them is negative, I can only see the negative one. I don't see any of the positive ones. And I've been guilty of that. And I know other bodybuilders have been guilty of that. But usually when it's coming from my peers, I can, I can feel it. It penetrates. But it yeah. feels like with Luke, even from his peers, from his best friends, it didn't affect him in a, in a positive way at all. Yeah. This is why I go back to this. This is why I still wonder about what I said earlier about how you're wired. Yeah. Because I just feel like... But if your self-worth self is low because of something that had happened to you in your past or for whatever reason, then it's not going to matter what anybody says to you. I, I know someone like that. I have a friend, a very, very close friend who's like that. No matter what I say to them, that's positive. They, it's like they didn't even hear it. Yeah. But then like you said, the other, the other flip side of the coin is there's some people that have been through a scenario and, and, and they learn to get self-worth. And that's where I'm like, how the hell do we figure that part out? Mm. Like, like, how do, you, how, do you, how do you not look at your past and somehow say, you know what, this is a catalyst for my excellence? Like, I, I know I'm just, again, I'm just speculating how do you do that? Like, what is, what is the trigger? I don't necessarily think that success equals self-worth. Because, no, but, because but, if you... But realizing you're, it's not the end. Realizing it's not, you know, all doom and gloom, even though you've had something extremely bad happen. Where does that, Yeah. you know, where does that line draw? Um, you know, and I, there's, 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 there's people out there that, are, God, I don't know, think of all the data things that happen to people like molesting, fucking all this shit. And I know people that have been through that. And, are, and, are, and are, like you said, are great fucking people now. And, and, and you wouldn't even know. Uh, yeah. But then, but then flip side, there's others that aren't here now. Yeah. And that's where I just, I just think it's like Ben said, it's just so situational and it's like genetic traits. Like some people just take certain information, they do something with it because it's the way that their, their bodies are. And yeah. the sad thing is, it's like, if that's the case, do we have control? Do I, we there, has really... to, there has to be some. I mean, it, I could, hope so. it could be a, listen, I, we, none of us are doctors. So this is like a bunch of meatheads having a conversation. Of course, but, of course, but, I've, but I've thought about it a lot. Like it's, I think all of the circumstances, like, look, just because something bad happened to you when you were five, right? 
there's still a buildup of, of situations that happen when you're six, when you're 10, when you're 15, when you're 20. Mm. So even if something really horrible happened to you in your youth, it doesn't mean other circumstances throughout the rest of your life can't change things. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you're doomed forever. Yeah, I know. But then that's the thing, isn't it? It's whether you're not latch onto that and, and allow those newer circumstances and uh, occurrences to be your drive yeah. or that you just can't let go. And if you yeah. just can't let go, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I feel with Luke. I feel like there was some dark thing that he just, and I feel like he just couldn't let go of something. And I, that's where I, that's why I said, I feel sorry. My, I, I really wanted him to be able to. Go ahead, man. My, my interpretation of it is, is this. He, when he looked in the mirror and looked in his soul, he wasn't happy with who he was. And whether that's been drummed into him from an experience somewhere down the line, no matter what he achieved, it would never have changed that thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a question for you, Ben, because you are his closest friend. Um, Luke, the bodybuilder. Did bodybuilding make him happy? No. Uh, it, it kept him from it kept him from a negative place, right? But it's not where he wanted to. Luke wanted a simple life. Luke wanted the basics in life. He wanted, I know, I know this. He wanted a yeah. nice house in the country, like low key, a good woman to look after him, someone to love him, and his family to be happy and safe. Yeah. Who couldn't give a shit about the fame, the lights, the glory? Don't be wrong, he liked training. That's mm. death, yeah. yeah. Competitive side of things wore him wore him down a little. You know, he you know, we discussed this the other day where he he go, fuck, I don't want to do another show. Like mentally, it was tough on him, it beat him down. Mm. Used them to distract him from so I'm just going to say the demons, right? And I said this, uh, Luke's sister commented on my post about how much she loved bodybuilding. And I said, I think bodybuilding kept him with us for longer than it would have done otherwise. I think if he hadn't found bodybuilding, he might have ended up down a different path uh, sooner. I, I, I agree. I agree. And that's the thing. And it's, I feel like with bodybuilding, I feel like Luke was so exceptional at it that it just made sense. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean, Ben? I know it sounds terrible because it's like, I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to say the man had no passion, but I'm just saying Luke was destined, like his body was like, he was the super responder. I don't care what anyone fucking says. You know this, Ben. He, he, he responds and his body will do bodybuilding. And when it happens that easy and, and, and you're not easy because it's hard work, but easier than others. And you create a career from that. And you get so deep in that hole of being the bodybuilder that everyone knows you for. Does it eventually, for Luke, feel like he was acting? Because I feel like, like you said, I feel like he was such a simple man. And I feel like if he had the chance to walk away in quiet and just be happy and have an income, I feel like he would have. And that's me spending time with him, training with him. I feel like, I feel like we were the people that we were more. It sounds weird. We're more bodybuilders than Luke were in terms of like our drive for it. But he was just destined to be it. And, and, I, that's where I, and I find it really hard. I just want to interject because we had this exact Sorry. we had this exact conversation on a podcast like maybe three podcasts ago. 
Okay. And we both admitted, it's funny. I said to him, I said, would you be bodybuilding if you weren't like, are you bodybuilding because you're good at it? Or are you bodybuilding? Cause you, he's like, yeah, he's like pretty much. And he well, said to me, and I, and I, I same cause we both agreed. Cause the same thing happened to me. It was something I started and then we ended up being good at it. So we just kind of went with it. And I see your point exactly. Um, James, it's like, now he's so good. How do you turn him? How do you turn back around? Exactly. And the pressure's on, the responsibility's yeah. on. Yeah. He's Luke the juggernaut. You know, he's in everyone's, uh, you know, everyone's eyes. Like, even if he, even if a part of him wanted to say, look, I need to call it a day, he felt like he couldn't. And I, and I, I can't speak for him, and I can't say that is exactly how he felt, but I can only speak from the energy I got from him as a friend. We, like, we, have, we have the same thought on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad, Ben. I'm glad. Because we haven't even listen. Me and Ben haven't even spoke about that, and yet we we had the same uh, ish, uh, feelings towards that. Yeah. So that says a lot about the the energy that was given off and from our conversations. Like, yes. Luke, like you said, Luke would have loved to have just gone to the countryside, man, and walk the dog every day, gone home to his kids, and got you know just cracked on. He wanted simple, and he wanted love. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, the love that being the pro bodybuilder and being in the limelight gives is not this type of love that Luke was missing. Yeah. I wore my hat like this for him today. Good man. He did. <laughs> is that when you wear? Is that when he calls it the Muslim hat? This is the this is the Muslim hat. It's really just a hat backwards, but he yeah. calls it the. He calls, he calls, it's he can't, he can't see the beak, so I, you can <laughs> ever since he fucking said that, I've gotten yeah. the hashtag Muslim hat. From every single fucking person, he's he's given it to me forever now. So that's uh, good. Let's um, what what's some oh what's with the Mickey Mouse shirt? I heard something about that earlier. Arnold shirt. I was wore, I was wearing it when he placed third at the Arnold. Oh, so that's your that's your that's your shirt now. Yeah, I wore every shirt last year. Yeah, <laughs> every um, there are so many little things I learned about him, like. I, I was going to order McDonald's today because me and Ben, Ben talked about it too. Cause I know he loves McDonald's and so do I, but I've never ordered a filet of fish and he always talked about how much he loved the filet of fish. So I was like, I think I'm going to order a filet of fish today just for yeah. Luke. And, and well, fucking. Funny story. Yeah. You say that when we was, we was in uh, Florida, uh, not Florida, when we were in Columbus, yeah, our flight got canceled on the way home. So we stuck for one more night and obviously Luke was on his diet. And so was I, yeah, and nothing was fucking open. Yeah. And we just both said, fuck it. Let's get McDonald's. <laughs> and, and literally, we spent, we spent about $100 on the McDonald's. And I think there was, we had like multiple fillet o fishes each. And I had never even had one before. So yeah. he, even got, he even got me on that. And I said, I said, that was fucking good. And what made it even better is I might have had a little puff before. <laughs> I, had, I had a little puff of the special yeah. stuff. And I had this fucking fillet of fish and it tasted amazing. Uh, so I got to tell you, you just mentioned puff. I got to tell you a story when... Yeah, oh we were on the plane to Tampa, right? And Luke wasn't a fan of flying and we don't fit in the fucking seats either, right? So, oh no, sorry, we're on our way to Ohio, sorry. Yeah. We're on our way to Ohio. That next week, like this, and before we take off, I'm gonna go for a piss. So he walks up to the thing, comes back, and as he's walking down the aisle, the fucking fire alarm's going, wah, Comes and sits back next to me, and his eyeballs are glazed. <laughs> he's just sat there like that and looks at me and I'm like, I'm like okay. <laughs> he, he, he's fucking chill now. Yeah, this comes down the, the walkway and I'm like, oh, fuck. 
she comes up to me and leans over and goes, excuse me, sir, we just checked the security camera. You just came out of the toilet. What were you doing in there? And he <laughs> like this. He's like, ah, oh, nothing. She was like, were you, were you smoking then? He goes, no, it was uh, uh, aerosol, deodorant. And then she was, she goes, really? Because um, if you were smoking there, it's, a, it's an offense and we're going to have to throw you off the plane. He went, I get really anxious and I use this. I'm really sorry. And I'm just like, just going, oh, fuck. If we get thrown off this thing, yeah. what do we do? I just, yeah, I was, sorry. Just made and they let, you, they let you stay? Yeah. She was like, okay, put it away and please don't do it again. He's like, wow. Like and, a bitch. and then like six hours later into the flight, she came over, she come over and she's like, oh, my, one of my friends back home is a really big fan. Can I have a picture with you? I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> he gets away with murder, eh? Why does, why does, can you guys explain to me, why does Luke get away with murder? Because he's a cheeky chappy. He's he just, just fucking... I've never met anybody who can fucking say anything to anyone and it's okay. He's just got that charisma. He's is that why? Charismatic bastard. That's what he is. I got to tell you, I got to tell you guys one of the, I might've been 10 years older than him, but I swear to God that that kid taught me so much in such a short period of time. Like, I only knew him for, you know, we, we met a while back, but I really got to know him about a year ago. Yeah. And um, he's just a better person. He's just a better person than me. Like I would talk to him and, and while I was talking to him, I'm like, how do I be like more like Luke? Because he would take time to talk to people and he would take, and I know, I know James, I know Ben, you said, you know, he's not always like that nice, happy guy that we see, but I don't know. I guess I, I'm just going to like to remember him that way. And, yeah, yeah. and he, uh, I was just like, he would leave me, like I would get off the podcast and he would leave me feeling like I was an asshole. Like I need to be a, like, <laughs> and I know I am, but he would leave me feeling like I needed to be a better person. Well, but what's incredible is his mind, particularly with movies and popular culture, and referencing things or quoting a line, I'm like, God, you have a library. Like your brain, yeah. Yeah. much weed you fucking smoke, you shouldn't remember shit. To pull out this these quotes or facts and things from out of his ass, I don't know where they came. Uh, from. I know. Like, yeah, it's, it's, he you had a he had a sharp sharp mind on him, really did. Yeah. But that's the thing, he had an excellent mind. He had a, uh, a truly exquisite level of fucking intelligence, that kid. Do you know how I knew that? This is, this is going to sound really stupid to you guys, but we would do so many of those would you rather questions. You know, would you rather do this or would you rather do that? And so no matter how stupid his fucking answers were. He would really contemplate it. But he, no, but he always figured out a way out of it. Like <laughs> Yeah, like you know the um, like one of the ones I can't, I can't remember what the fuck it was. It was like a well, we, fuck- had, we had we had one about fucking your dad or mum or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he didn't. He didn't want to get involved in that one. But we yeah. had one. We had one about a. It was like a fuck Mary kill or something like that. And I can't remember who it was, but he's like, I would fuck her, kill her, and marry her because she's got all the money, and I get to fuck her for the rest of my life anyway. And he kind of found a way to like really yeah r- rig it in his favor, and then just like. I don't, he was just so, he was smart. He was just smart. 
He was witty. He was on the ball. He was quick. He was and, creative. Uh, Fuck, he was creative. Yeah. I mean, but I, yeah. Ideas. I mean, the Redcon guys gave, gave a little bit of a homage to it yesterday. But we'd go in and I'm like, you know, as an athlete, a lot of times you just go in there and you get directed around, right? Well, Luke would be like, no, 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 how about we do this? Well, well let's do it this way. Because I did. And having in the room, bear in mind, our, early on with Aaron, you know, it's like, yes, Mr. Singleman, yes. Like, and he's like, no, nah, that idea is shit. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Mate, Luke's like, Luke's like fucking director and producer. Yeah, but Aaron would be like, oh, 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 oh okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Singerman impression. <laughs> roll with it, and all of a sudden it'd be better than what they'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Luke's crazy in them offices. When he's in that Redcon office, he literally just bowls through there like he's the man. Literally, he just walks into Aaron's office and is like, what are we doing today then? And then everyone just fucking bends to his will. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant, honestly. He's like, like the Mead Nation stuff. He had no horse in the race, so to speak. And he's like, hey, you guys should do this design. Or, like, why do you do this? I'm sure he did it with you for that. Like, yeah. hey, do this, this design. I know he did it with Carly with her glutey wear. I mean, he was really, would offer a lot of ideas. And for no, he never wanted anything back for it. He just wanted to be helpful and creative and give a lot back to it. Um, I, know, I know a lot of people are probably going to say this, you know, now that he's passed on, but. I've honestly never met anybody like him. Like never in my life. I've had a lot of friends, you know, high school, grade school, university, whatever, throughout my entire life. Yeah. I, I've never met someone like him. It's like, it's like he was in charge, but he let you be in charge. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we would do the podcast and he would be, he would make me feel like I was in charge, but I knew I wasn't. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if that makes sense at all. Like, I don't, know, I don't know, James, you ever feel like if you're training in the gym, he's giving you all the support, but really he's the one leading the way? Does yeah, I, I had a funny relationship with Luke. It's a weird one. I think we were quite contradictory of each other. Um, how, how do you I think say? We, I, think we, I, think we, I just think we're very, we, me and Luke are very different, but I think at the time he needed something different and I needed something more regimented than Luke. <laughs> he's yeah. Fucking, he's terrible. Um, I don't know. Like I, I look, I was thinking about Luke today, and I was thinking about everything he is and everything that I am, and how we would clash in a lot of situations. Um, but in reality, it didn't clash because it was like feeding each other something that you didn't have. And I really appreciated that about Luke is that we were quite different, and our opinions were quite different. But I was happy to have that because I like to discuss and Luke likes to discuss. So it was, mm-hmm. it was cool. I can't think of exacts right now, but like we were different. And then there was certain tensions between us as friends. Cause before we were friends, we were competitors. Yeah. And you know, I always used to say, I'm going to smash his ass cause he can't get in condition. And he'd yeah. always be like, yeah, but you're fucking small. So it's like, we were different people, but yeah. it's like, as you got older and you grew and you started to respect each other more, your differences became your alikes. And I really just found that, when you're dislike, when you're not like someone, it makes you have more in common, which is really fucking odd. Um, and that's what was beautiful about Luke. I just feel like he was completely fucking different than me, and I still feel like he's different. And I still feel like when we were, I, I'm not blowing fucking smoke up my ass, but I feel like at a time he needed someone like me, and I feel like yeah. at a time I needed someone like him. Um, so I think everything was very mutual, and 
I'm the same with Ben. I know that Luke's lent on Ben many a time. Uh, and But I know that Ben's probably neat. Like you said, Ben, when you've had issues, you've had to go to Luke. So the good thing about Luke, I suppose, is that he was a giver and a taker. You know? He wasn't, he wasn't selfish. I remember James at Christmas when we were all training together and I was like, it's going to drive me fucking mental in the gym. Oh, I know. Well, this is the, why? Ben, ben was like, you're going to get sick of him. He's fucking always late. Like, and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, and in truth, that is him. James is, like you said, he is Mr. Regiment. If you want to teach a kid how to be a bodybuilder and, and that wants to go all the way to the top, right? You don't give them to fucking Luke. <laughs> right show them how he trains how he approaches his sets how he acts between his sets yeah and I'm, i don't mean this to offend james james didn't have the genetics the luke did absolutely with being was yeah on his phone in between sets and almost laying down like he was there he got off a laptop have his phone in his pocket right let go, and as he stood up, one hand's off the bar, and he's putting his phone out of his fucking pocket. Are you serious? Oh no, but, that's, but that's exactly what I'm saying about how Luke was meant to do this. Is that why I could never get him off his phone when we were on the podcast? Right, James, how many hours have you spent with oh. where he's not actually spoken to you? He just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Ben, when, when you... Yeah, when you came back for a few, when you came back over for a few days and you sat there with me, you were like, how's it going? I was like, <laughs> I was just like, <sighs> like, I appreciated it and I did and I love training with Luke, but I was fucking tired. I was like, Jesus, like I'm getting to the gym for one o'clock because we're meant to train at one. I'm not lifting up a weight until three a fucking clock. He's that late? You're just- He's there, no, he comes, he comes, but he sits down, gets his fucking phone out. Two hours later, should we go? Holy shit. It's so consistent that when we podcast on Sunday or Saturday, I got this. He said, Fuad will be send the link in 15 minutes. I went, cool. But Fuad is running five minutes late. Honestly, it's not me this time. Because every fucking time, I guarantee he's late. But he was never he was never late for me. That you're special. I guess I am special. I guess I. <laughs> he was scared of me yelling at him or something. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh God. I guarantee. You say like James said, two o'clock train. You're not leaving the gym till six, and you only train for two hours. You're not training for those four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then, I'm running out of the gym because he's going to sit down and talk and twiddle his thumbs for ten, fifteen minutes after. Absolutely, Luke's like just, just a, a unique, a very unique man. Like, don't get me wrong, when he does his sets, he's great. He's, like, fucking doing the sets. He's lifting heavy and hard. But in between, man. I don't know, <laughs> how, I, I don't know how somebody turns it off and on like that. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't have trained with this. Milo's told him to get off his fucking phone. Flex told him, they pulled him aside and be like, hey, if you want to take this fucking get to the words at the top. Flex put a ban, told... Luke and I, he said, you two for the Arnold, he was like, Ben, tell him a phone ban and fine him every time he's on his phone. Cause... <laughs> well, this is why, Ben, this is why I used to try to drag Luke to the Kings for some sessions because then I'm the fucking boss. Yeah. Like, but obviously it's very hard to get Luke out of his fucking routine. So but... 
there at all. But that was why I used to sneak, like, you know, when Luke used to get upset at me, he's like, why are you training at Kings today? I'm like, well, because if you get the, you get the hint, you need to come here because then you actually fucking train on time. <laughs> uh, I love him for it. Oh, mate, like, I wouldn't change a thing. Like, that is Luke. That is fucking Luke. Yeah. yeah um, hey, Fred, did you ever get the story from Flex? Uh, I got I got the story from Luke. Oh, Luke told me the whole story. Luke told me the whole story. And uh, where Flex told. Yeah. The fans. Yeah. Luke, t- I th- yeah. Is it something you can say on the podcast? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm only saying this because Flex actually commented the other day. Uh, oh, I didn't hear that story. I heard a story that I can't tell on the podcast. <laughs> well, I kept him out of jail that night. I tell you that much. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. Okay. I can't even allude to it. We'll just, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. The other person you're talking about. What's that? I know the other person that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me that story. I mean, that's part of that night, but on the way out, the f- so bearing in mind, so I'll tell you that this story is not anything bad, but it's PG. Yeah, so <clears throat> we go to this nightclub and I basically pimped Flex out to get. <laughs> Things, right so yeah. we're in Germany this is on the Saturday night at FIBO right so there's yeah. myself Flex um, Luke Donna and Eric Hart the, Eric Hart's the president of Redcom 1 right yeah that's our fucking boss yeah we start drinking in this uh, Brazilian steakhouse and we're lining up uh, Long Island iced teas and we get through there's five of us we get through 25 of them right yeah and we are, I'm pretty toasty. Yeah. <laughs> we go like, oh, there's got to be some clubs around. So we go in, everywhere's like either full and there's nothing really going on. We find this one where they've got like a, a FIBO party going on. And we're like, sweet, let's go in there. There must mm-hmm. be some people who know us and we'll, you know, and I'm leading this because I'm like, I'm nobody, but I've got Luke Sando and I've got Flex Lewis with me. Yeah. Eric Hart. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to exploit the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah. And Luke will tell you, I'll... I blagged a lot of things when we were at shows. I'm like, no, no Luke said it was fine. Luke said, that, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go in and I'm like, uh, uh, Flex Lewis is here. And they're like, okay. I'm like, who's running the VIP bit? Can you, who's booked that out? It's a big, it's a massive VIP area. And he said, oh, this company from Cyprus. And I'm like, get me the CEO of the company. So I said, I turned around to the guys and went, wait here, I'll sort this out. Mm-hmm. Got to the CEO and I'm like, hey, um, there's five of us. I'm with Luke Sando and Flex Lewis. Can we join in? And he said, oh, Flex Lewis, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, can we have pictures? I'm like, yeah, you can have pictures with him. He won't mind. It's fine. Make like, anything you want. Just yeah. So run back out. I'm like sorted. We're good. They give us these wristbands, right? And they give us these cards, like bank cards, but they're for the club. Yeah. Basically, what they are is when you buy your drinks. You swipe them, and at the end of the night, you walk out and you have to settle your tab. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we all get let in, but now we've got these VIP wristbands, so we don't pay for any drinks, right? There's, it's, we get in, and Flex's like, how did you fucking get us in here? I'm like, well, see him. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> go over here and steal all their drinks. Yeah. So Donna gets out the... I can't remember the rum or vodka, and she's cracking it out of the bottle, right? Luke's 
going out the bottle. And we're out, we're going back and forth on the dance floor. Flex keeps turning around to me and go, you fucker. He goes, you sold, you sold me for this shit, didn't you? I'm like, oh, you sold me. Then he's, got, then he's got some fan next to him. And he said, and the guy's pulled up his phone. He goes, oh, I'm sat next to Flex Lewis. Uh, Flex, say hello, say hello to all your friends in Iraq. Well, this was after the Hadi Chupran. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Flex didn't take that too well. Yeah. Move on. We're out of the club. Donna didn't have a bank card or anything on her. So we're going out with these cards, the bank cards that you have to swipe to get out. And they wanted 20 euros each just as an entry fee. Yeah. And because we didn't get any drinks, they're like, oh, you have to pay for your drinks. I'm like, we didn't get any, we were free to get in. And Donna's slaughtered, so Donna's staggering around. Eric's, yeah. Eric's bowed at this point. And Luke's very protective. So they're like, we're going to call the police. So Luke turns to me and says, like, I'm going to fucking like, start stomping and bashing around. So I turned to Luke and I said, you and Donna get in a taxi. I'll settle the bill. I'll figure this out. So they get in the taxi and then send them off. And then I turned around. I pay mine and I say, right, see you later. And they're like, what about the other two? And I went, I don't know who they were. And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know who they were. They were just random people in the club. I end up with... 10 German police officers around me. All I wanted to do was get Luke out of the place. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up somehow legally talking to myself. I'm like, yeah, my sister, my sister's a lawyer. So I'm like, my sister's a lawyer. If you want to arrest me, please do so. And we'll sort it out in the morning. It's not worth you hassle with paperwork. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, when I got back to the room, Luke's throwing up everywhere. and It's a mess. <laughs> but like Eric put on his post yesterday, Sunday, because Flex said to me one thing when he left. He went, pointed at Luke and he went, he's your fucking responsibility. He's here to work. You make sure he's on the booth. I didn't need to. Luke was there. I mean, we were dying. We were struggling. He showed up? Oh, yeah, we were there on time. It was, it's fucking hell. It's the first thing he's been on time for, right? Yeah. We were there on time and he, he stood there and shook hands and kissed babies. Yeah. That's the worst feeling ever, man. I've done that the next day after. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And then we have to... You have to get a flat home hung over still as well in the evening. Right? It's the worst. Uh, not for me. I don't know how. He, yeah. It's incredible to me that he did, did some of the things he did and acted some of the ways you guys are talking about, but still was like top 10 in the world. Even some people think top five in the world. Isn't it just, it's incredible. That's why it's frustrating for me and Ben because they're like, imagine if he did have the application of some of the others. Please, we weren't drinking. I've drunk with him. I can probably say eleven times. Yeah, him and I've actually had drinks together. Yeah. So it's, you know, it wasn't. He wasn't hitting it hard. I do think if you put Luke genetically and the way he can connect with a muscle with James's application, yeah, have. A nine-time Mr. Olympia, right? Oh, mate, it would have been special. <laughs> we need to have a kid. <laughs> he's the guy that spent 18 months of an off-season doing an hour of fucking cardio in the morning because he's... Yeah. Yeah, James is uh, special that way. Well, that's the thing. When you're not special, you've got to act special. <laughs> but So what do... um? What do we want to leave people with? Because, you know, we've been on for about an hour and a half. I want to, yeah. 
I want to leave people with something other than, uh, you know, we know there's mental awareness. Obviously that has to be, you know, people have to talk and be open about how they talk to their family and friends and not keep everything bottled up inside. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to do some quick hitters and, and talk about Luke and, and some quick answers? Or do you want to tell people what you thought of Luke or what is, how do you guys want to end this, this podcast? Because it's hard to, it's hard to continue on because we could probably sit here all day and you, oh. could, you guys could tell me stories about Luke and how amazing he is. And, um, you know, that's not going to end. So we have to, we have to end the podcast in, in one way or another. So I thought we could do a whole bunch of quick hitter questions, but if that's not, if that's, it's not really, it's kind of gimmicky. So I thought maybe you guys want to just say something about Luke before we go. Ben? Um, I just, I'm going to miss the guy a lot, you know? Um, I don't want to be overly serious and somber, but it's going to leave a big hole. Um, I never thought I would have to lose somebody that close to me at this age. Um, but somebody that gave me so much and I can, I'll, I'll be grateful for that forever. Um, the most generous person to myself and James. And, uh, it was a, it was a ride. It was, it was a blast and I'm, I'm gutted. It got cut short, but I, I wouldn't change anything for the world. We, him and I had a, the day we met, he said to me, I want to get to the Olympia. And to me, I mean, that's why partly I moved here um, in September because I, I met, I couldn't be in two places, but it seemed a fitting chapter to, to end on. You know, we, we made it. And I, I, remember, I remember the Arnold and <laughs> I remember being in the toilet with him after prejudging. And we were, it was like a scene out of a, film where we were just laughing and what the fuck like and he was telling me <laughs> he said something he was to me god fucking guy that came fifth place in the british that beat me that year and now i'm in fucking third at the arnold classic fuck that guy but he didn't even know who it was he just yeah. said it was like it was just real and i want to remember it and like james said he's a larger than life cartoon and uh, Everything that when I did was it was a film, you know, it was a it was a wild ride. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Uh James, you wanna go? Or you want me to go? Oh well it's your show. Do you want me to go and then you can wrap it up? Sure, go ahead. Um I can say life will never be the same again. I can say that Luke not only because of Luke not being here, but because of actually Luke's impact has changed everything, you know, from this moment forward. Like Ben said, he's done so much for others. You know, if you consider, you know, Ben was Redcon, I'm Redcon, you know, these things, they wouldn't have happened without Luke's influence and support and, and belief. Um, and, and I feel that we have a duty to carry on and to do our best. And even if our best doesn't get us all the way, to do our best at life is to do Luke proud. And, uh, you know, he, care, he cared about us a lot and he wants people that he cares about to flourish. And I, I know for me, like the bodybuilding really is my main focus. And I know it sounds really bland, but 
Luke's just given me even more reason to go against the grain, even though I'm not destined to be the best. And I just feel like Luke's kind of lit a fire up under my ass. And uh, for him and for everyone that he's touched, I want to just try and carry somewhat that energy going forward and just try and be the best I can. And hopefully people can say, you know, he done well and he had the great support from great people. He had great friends and uh, Luke was one of those people. And uh, I just hope that people remember Luke and don't ever forget because he shouldn't be forgotten. He's an amazing man. There is something, sorry, I just remembered. No, I, go ahead. Something that I'm going to do, um, or I'd like to do, I'm going to try to set an alarm on my phone. I think I'm going to do it every Sunday. Um, I have too much on my phone of Luke, which has never seen the light of day. Um, and he will beg me not to post it. Some of it's going to be, bodybuilders hate their own pictures, right? I've got progress pictures. I've got pictures in hotel rooms that we took five, six different sets of pictures in a day. And I'm just going to pick one every Sunday. Um, and I'd like to post that for his fans, for people to see there's going to be some there that aren't bodybuilding related and some that are, and I just want to carry that on, just give some some people some Luke in their life. You know, um, it's unfair that it's sat on my phone and will stay hidden. And I'm just going to, I, I know he wouldn't fucking want that to happen. I, he used to fight me tooth and nail when we were at shows. Not, don't post that. Don't. And I'm like, it's great. It's, watch it blow up. And I'd post it. And it <laughs> all the, all the Arnold, I'm posting this. Like, fuck you. I'm like, hey, I posted. <laughs> no, and I just, I'm just going to do it again because he's going to hate it. Yeah, all right. Best, well, best, best mate privileges. I'll wait for your cue then. When you post it, I'll repost it. And maybe James will do the same. And we'll just all. Fuck it. Fuck every, every Sunday we'll just have a Luke post and that'll be the that'll be the thing. Uh, until you until you're until you run out of photos. Yeah. yeah. Uh I, I I obviously um knew Luke the least out of the three of us, so it feels kind of weird to go last. I thought Ben should go last, but regardless, um I uh all I can say in the 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 biggest impact Luke had on me was just like I said earlier, I, I think honestly, man, I think our listeners got to know Luke just as much as I did because we did that podcast and we didn't script anything, man. Most of the time he would log on and I would, I would already have the record button hitting uh, record button hit and we would just talk. And I think that's why I'm getting the response I'm getting from people is because the way I feel about Luke is from that two hours of conversation every week. And I think all the people listening had that conversation with us. Yeah. And uh, I think if I, if I have to say anything, the thing I'm, I'm most proud of is that I know Luke made his own way, but I feel like I exposed Luke to everybody. And I, I, get, I, got, I, I got, I let everybody see who he really was yeah. as, much as, as much as he wanted us to see anyways. Yeah. And um, I feel proud that I was able to do that before uh, he passed. So, um, I, I don't, I won't ever be able to replace him as a, as a partner. Uh, somehow we had a chemistry. I don't know why we weren't like, we didn't know each other for years. Like you guys did. We just, for some reason we had a chemistry when we spoke that it felt like it was a, a natural rhythm and, um, I'm going to miss him, man. I'm going to miss, 
you know, he just fucking made me laugh every week. Like yes. He just every week I would come and I would really look forward to just sitting, <laughs> and I, I knew it, I was either gonna laugh a lot or laugh a little, but I knew I was gonna fucking laugh with him for that hour or two that we were talking, and, I, and I'm gonna miss that. I think more than anything. And um, anyway, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I feel kind of like what you said earlier, Ben, and you're in your IGTV. I feel privileged that he did that with me and he, and he accepted my offer to do the show with me and he did it with me every week. It was, it was a privilege for me to be able to be connected to him for that period of time. I need to, I need to thank you as well for having me on last Saturday. Um, that was the longest I'd spoken to him since, in, you know, since I left back in December. Um, we know we've chatted here and there, but the, to me, that's, uh, I'm glad I got that opportunity to share that one last time. You know, none of us knew that'd be the last time. Uh, so I, I appreciate you having me on. Really yeah. Do. Yeah. No, it was, I think it was great. Every time I had, every time I had you on or when I had James on, it was always fun and, it obviously just flowed naturally because we're all friends. So uh, it was nice, but um, I don't know, you know, the sad, the saddest thing now, like um, I'm not like, you know, me and me and Ben talked about it a little bit. I, I don't know how to move forward. And me and James talked about it a little bit before uh, we hit record today. Uh, yeah. You know, there, there's no more like, it's, it's weird. It's like, when do you go back to the gym? Like I haven't, I've had one meal in the last like 36 hours. So like, I just don't, uh, don't know how to, how to get back to normal life or when it's acceptable to get back to normal life. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah. I feel, feel like it's just, uh, each to his own, yeah. you know, do, do, do what's right for you. And, uh, however that is, whatever that is, you know, yeah. you just got to cope. You just got to cope. And, uh, you know, the sun's going to rise tomorrow. And uh, we have to not forget ourselves at the same time. On a side note, can I say, James, you're looking absolutely fucking massive in that t-shirt. It's tight, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, it's a tight one. I'm trying, I'm trying. I've, been putting, I've put on quite a bit of weight, to be fair, so it might yeah. be that. You know what I mean? Um, okay, guys, listen. I, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on and doing this with me. I and uh, telling some stories, and hopefully people will watch this, and it'll give them a better idea of, of who Luke was or... Yeah. Make, make them feel something but anyway uh thank you very much and until next time i'm sure we'll talk again very very soon absolutely man absolutely and uh big love man to both of you and uh you know i just want to send my love to both of you as friends from one to another and uh you know we'll uh we'll all get through this and uh big up to the big man luke and rest in peace okay guys <laughs>